0: there we go
1: hello welcome to the hi. last live project progress oh hi Jan you're back just stay on mute Jan uh just so obviously you don't get recorded and you can just pop something in the chat I've got the chat box up so if anyone jumps in if you're on Facebook if you do jump, jump on the zoom live we're more like to catch your questions on there but if you do comment on Facebook I think Kate's keeping an eye out on there I can find it there we go yeah
0: I'm just
1: gonna just uh adjust this one second oh where's it gone even now, I'm like, oh, technology at the moment. I'm a bit like, uh, a entry.
0: I know I've got this phone to the side and I can see myself. So... Oh no, don't
1: look at yourself. Anyway, right, yeah. Speaking of, we don't ever listen back to ourselves because it's it's cringy. <laughs> anyway, we hope you've really enjoyed this challenge. The ones who've checked in so far, we can tell you've really benefited. I mean, everyone we spoke to have benefited in some shape, way, or form on this challenge. Uh, for example, one of you had to go for like a major dental work. She's one of my one-to-ones actually as well. And that's why she mostly wants to come with this challenge, just to keep some accountability. And she's done all the prep and she's taking the action actually this time. She's moved because it's the third time having this. It's a big procedure she's got to have every time. But she's mm-hmm. nailed it this time. So yeah, I'm really pleased for her as well. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to cover today is called project Momentum, the live, because we want you to keep up that momentum of what you've done the past four weeks. Cause it's not four weeks old oh, that's it you stop. Uh that's the only downside to diets that you go on they, they can be very helpful but it's when clients don't know what to do after i've like me and kate have both taken on ex dieters and i've had one lady literally message me saying nat i'm on the cambridge diet and i don't know what to do i don't know what to do when i stop and we're teaching you how yeah. to keep going that's what this challenge has been about building habits that you will do for life building weekly goals that you'll mostly do for life and also just teach you how to adapt because there's going to be busy weeks there's always going to be shit weeks if you're going to wait to start or make progress, or you know decide not to do anything on a busy week, you'll never make progress. There's always going to be something. So we're going to go through that today as well. We're also I going think to
0: half the bath, isn't it? I'd yeah. say a lot of My well, not a lot of them, Well, yeah. A lot of my clients have, have come from having done some form of quick fix, or you know, try to sort of yeah diet down in a short space of time. Yeah. And on the one hand, it is frustrating because you're having to say, actually, we're not going to do it that quick. <laughs>
1: well, you've got to yeah. think how long it takes to put it on. You, don't, you know, on. Yeah. most people but, put a stone on a year, don't they? So you think you want okay. to lose a stone in four or six weeks, but you put it on in a year. Yeah,
0: but then having said that, they do then enjoy the process a lot more.
1: Yeah, and you find because you enjoy it, yeah, you will lose it quicker than you gained it most of the time, but just not as quick as you probably think you should lose it. It's like when we do challenges, we're not about, like lose a stone in a month, lose a stone even in six weeks. It's about impacting your health and fitness goals, feeling better in your own skin. Yes, if you want to lose some body fat, we'll support you with those, those goals, absolutely. But what you to do it in a way where you're not going to put it on again, or if you do, you know what to do. Like I said, if I had yeah. someone come back in this group, she just need to re-kick up the arse again. I've coached her before. she just needed a bit of accountability again, and that's why she'd come in this group and she's achieved those goals. She's back into those habits. If anything, she's changed some habits to what she's done before because it works better this time. Yeah okay so i think
0: think it does take longer than the four weeks to completely change your habits but yeah it's just a case of keeping going with it and you know learning from it and i think just about everybody that i've seen from everyone's check-ins they've all made progress in some way shape or form yeah yeah um, and they've all learned something from it so
1: exactly we're hoping you're going to keep up pretty much what we've been coaching you in the meantime obviously As we know, it's not over after four weeks, but if you do have any questions, just drop us a message. You've all got us numbers now, so just drop us a message. Information's free. We don't charge for information. You invest in coaching, not information. Okay, so we're going to go through how to keep making progress post-challenge. So first off, going back to what you're doing now, a lot of you shouldn't really change much. Your daily non-negotiables for most of you are going to stay the same. Your weekly goals are going to stay the same. Uh, The other thing I would say, uh, which I mentioned to Tony earlier, because uh, she had a step goal and said she wants to increase it. And I said, "What you can do is set ratio goals. So have a cruise control goal, which is like you've got a busy week; it's going to be stressful. So what's the minimum you can definitely aim for? It's a non-negotiable. And then you'll have your push weeks where you can really go for it. You know you can. You know you've maybe only got a meal out at the end of the week. That's it. Which I don't see as much of an issue. What uh, you know." So, you can have like a push goal where actually I'm going to aim for like eight to 10,000 steps. But on a cruise week, I'll go for six to 7,000 steps. You could do the same with calories. So, some of my clients will have a slightly higher ratio on busy weeks. They need or lots of like meals out. I'll go, right, we're going to go cruise control. You're going to go to a minimum deficit, maybe almost maintenance, because that's still towards progress. It's better than going over that and sabotaging and then starting from square one again. So yeah, you could do what we call cruise yeah. weeks uh, is a great way of doing it. So you could adjust those daily non negotiables, adjust those weekly goals. It might be you can only work out once. So you set to cruise clock, I've got to work out at least once, and I'll do a full body strength workout.
0: Um I've just had a client who's who's got a holiday and various bits and pieces going on, and her sort of monthly cycle tends to interfere with yeah. cravings and things like that, and her energy levels and all of that. So um she switches to maintenance during one week, during her kind of cycle, if you like. But also, we also switch and aim for an actual monthly calorie goal. Yeah, you can do it that way. So you give have
1: higher weeks and lower more weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Come up for maintenance for one week, two weeks if yeah. you need to, back to your deficit
1: and work it out that way. Yeah, I did exactly the same with one of my other client. She was away for three weeks on holiday. I said, the goal is you just want to maintain at least your body fat levels. And she did. She said yeah. she was able to fit into her jeans, uh, all the clothes. She had a wedding as well the week after, so she was happy she could still fit in some nice clothing. Um, and now she's, she can now do a push weeks now because she's back off holiday. So she makes sure she gets all her workouts in, her strength workouts, all the steps in, planning and nutrition. So you'll have push weeks and you'll have cruise weeks. That's normal. Is that
0: perfect action? Yeah. It's like if you're for every week or every whatever to be completely perfect, you're just not going to
1: happen. It's not going to happen. Not, so, no, because yeah. unless we're paid athletes, you're paid to right. be fit. Yeah. There's no way. Well,
0: the way I do it is, you know, you kind of have a plan, a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, a plan for... When, every, when, you know, when the stars and the moon align and everything's just wonderful and perfect and then you have your... Yeah, which is rare. Your, yeah, you're overworked, yeah. you're tired, you're whatever. You then have a plan for when you're going out yeah. and things are changing that way, you're on holiday.
1: Or well, not yeah. very well. Illness as well, because there's a lot of illness yeah. going on at the moment. So a lot of my clients have been off sick and as I said to him, because people feel guilty for being ill and I'm like, you don't make yourself ill, don't worry about that. It happens or being injured. So I'll say, what can you prioritise? Which normally is hydration, sleep when you're not very well and eat what you can if you're not fancying food um there's always
0: something you can work on yeah generally speaking yeah.
1: it's just ridding that all or nothing mentality and that's the biggest challenge yeah. we find when working with clients it's like you know a minimal is still moving forwards it's not as fast as you like to move it but it's still moving forwards rather than moving five mm-hmm. steps back and then yeah. trying to get back into it for weeks and weeks and weeks and then before you know you're back to square one i think once
0: you've got those habits embedded like which is the reason we have the daily non-negotiables and the weekly goals. Once you've got those embedded, then you know exactly where you've got to get back to. So, you know, you go on your holiday, you do whatever you want, you eat, drink, whatever, you come back, you know exactly what you've got to do when you come back.
1: Exactly. One
0: last thing is to come back and think, right, what do I do now? Yeah. Then you either don't do anything or you end up on one of these quick fix things which don't work or work temporarily. So yeah, Yeah. once you've got all the things in place that we've tried to teach her the four weeks, you can just come
1: back from holiday, come back from illness, whatever it might be, straight into that. Yeah, go to a push week. So, so yeah. treat it like that, have a cruise week, have a push week if you need it. Use it as and when you need it. Uh, another way of uh, keeping making uh, maintaining progress, progress is making sure, I've not seen it in this group particularly, but we've seen it in the past where people have completely banned foods. We always say everything is inclusive. But restriction needs to be applied to certain foods like alcohol obviously cake uh you know the hyper high calorie low nutrient nutritious foods or ultra processed foods they should be minimal not banned but minimal because it's impossible in the western world to avoid those foods and you only live once you would be on your deathbed you would think oh i'm glad i didn't eat cake all my life would you fuck <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'd bake as a hobby so i definitely would never ban cake from my life um you know, whether I was overweight or not, you know, whatever my goal is. So always remember to make all foods inclusive, but apply restriction on certain foods. This is the same when you're eating out, making smart choices. There's always lower calorie meals you can go for. There's always higher protein meals you can go for. There's always sides where you could swap chips for some veggies. Not everywhere, but most places. There's always a choice. You don't have to eat everything off the plate if you don't want to. If you're satisfied, for example, if I have burger and chips because that's how they serve it, I can't swap the chips for a salad um most of the time because i'm not fussed about chips i don't eat them all i'd rather eat the burger and i'll enjoy some chips but i know after a bit i'm just eating for the sake i might i just it's just a waste of eating them and i'm a big eater but i'm I'm about quality and like i say chips isn't my favorite food unless i make homemade wedges at home but then i make a portion that i'm happy with Uh, Same with drink Kate. so for example prosecco is a lower calorie drink Mm -hmm. you know you know what it is for a whole bottle um or one of my clients she yep. swapped from drinking wine to jaquila soda and lime and i was like that's a great calorie swap because wine's very calorific and very goes down very yeah. easily so she's done a little smart swap like that so she could still enjoy a social weekend enjoy drinks out she went to a wedding the other week and was able to make smart choices i'm getting to sorry
0: and a tip is is if you do have your drink at home if you're having like a soft drink, a ah, excuse drink me. put it in your wine glass
1: Oh, well, look at you, you got your drink there. I love your cake. Little tip, yeah. Put, your, put yeah. your drink in your wine glass,
0: and it just makes it feel that bit more special.
1: It does, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're, you're not missing
1: out. And also, there's loads of low alcohol, low calorie swaps these days for alcohol. There's low calorie sodas. You can low mixes. Um, obviously gin and vodka are low calorie as well. Tequila. Also, one of my clients got for tequila. thought great choice. I like tequila personally. I'm not personally a big drinker because. It's it's just what you get out of it, isn't it, Kate. So I don't care. Let's say, for example, Kate likes more of a drink than me. Doesn't bother me because I might. That's what she enjoys. You you don't get too over the top with it. You have got a higher tolerance than me as well because I can't handle it. That's basically I was why I don't. To say, yeah, the
0: difference is, is that you probably won't drink because you'd get a hangover after yeah. two drinks. I just suffer for a week. Mine's that got
1: the hangover. <laughs> yeah, if I honest, Kate, if I could yeah. drink about five margaritas, I would. I just can't. It's like two and then that's it, or one, like, mega cocktail, like the one it. I think to a certain yeah. extent
0: it does depend on what type of person you are, because if... Well,
1: um, because I'm a mega extrovert, I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> but no, what, no, I mean, what I was going to say is that sometimes some people are better off not having it at all... Yes. ...than just, say, having... Well, it's like, what you like,
1: get from it, isn't it? What well, what yeah. Does it add value to your night, to what you... Have? And sometimes it and is it nice to have honestly,
0: it. I have one small glass of wine... Yeah every other night or something like yeah, that yeah yeah like one small glass of wine will always lead to drinking yeah half a whole bottle then that's a completely different thing the same with chocolate or yeah or sweets you know you know how you work and how you you know your mindset yeah. works there is so a
1: point where good. it becomes not as enjoyable though isn't it do you know what right, I mean? exactly yeah you know it's yeah. like if i had that third margarita and i was like, you guys i know i wouldn't have enjoyed it and yeah. i wouldn't have felt great the next day so i chose a, a non-alcoholic beer instead actually i'm not yeah. a big drinker anyway anymore most of the time i will got and not have anything do And you've been out with me when i've been sober completely on a night out, and people think i'm drunk i just don't care how i am i'm just weird anyway about alcohol but, but it's, it's such a personal pizza, preference or
0: you order a massive pizza or something and probably the first three slices are amazing and then the rest of it if yeah you really
1: think about it i'd still finish probably. pizza okay
0: well yeah i would but
1: <laughs> but you're right no you're right though it is true like Depends where you yeah. order from. piccolos I can eat the whole medium and I'm very satisfied from that. If it's a large, that is too much. I'm like, yeah, it's a bit overkill. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I say yeah. you lose the enjoyment. Right. No, you're right. There is, like I said it's it, yeah. Same with like, say, chili heatwave Doritos. A sharing bag to me is not used to not be a sharing bag, but now I'm like, I might, I could put a but like a bowl out. But what I tend to do things have fruit and stuff with it or a drink with it, like you know just water or something. And I find actually it's enough. If I need to go up again, I've got to go in the cupboard and go in and fill the bottle. I just can't be arsed. I put barriers in the way. And that's the other really? tip as well. Putting barriers in the way, make it um, hard work to go and do it. And you're probably less likely to do it all the time. So either don't have it in as often or um, for me, I mean, for me, if an alcohol in the house, we can have alcohol in the house for years, me and the missus. We take that on to get through it because we're both lightweights. Um, so then be... you have
0: to invite your friends around to go through all of that. Yeah, that's
1: basically what I need to do. I need to have everyone come round at Christmas, just drink on <laughs> my gin. Uh, right. I, I like it That's, the only thing I won't let you have is my toffee vodka that is my thing I will have mostly through Christmas as well as mince pies every day um, so yeah, so just a swap there don't non-negotiables, keep with them a lot of you don't need to change them, just keep doing them but adjust them as and when you need them you might need to sometimes swap to what you need to work on you might be okay with protein but your fruit and veg has dropped a bit so you need to swap that in your sleep hygiene's gone a bit poor so you're like right i need to work on my sleep routine let's put that in as a non-negotiable or your steps have dropped a little bit and you know you can do a bit more yeah. here and there um so yeah make adjustments as you need same with weaker goals you know it might be you can only do one to two workouts right now especially strength workouts but eventually you might like to increase it to three to four days so you can also do that if you wish
0: Yeah, that's right. Busy weeks, you may only be able to get one in. But I think the trick is is to get that one in and make the most of it and not feel shit about the fact that you can't
1: fit three in. I'd say definitely to make progress, keep some sort of strength training in, all of you, especially because you're females, you need strength work. Uh, Whether it's bands at home, body weight, free weights, machines, whatever it is you'll go to, try to make progress with your strength. Because as women we lose strength very quickly, we lose bone density very quickly, we lose muscle very easily, especially when we hit the menopause. Um it's not too late if you're postmenopausal either. I train a lot of clients who are postmenopausal, so does Kate, who've never weight trained. They've massively benefited, they look younger, they've got great uh, muscle tone as well, because they've liked on fat loss yeah. and they've got a good amount of muscle do, so they look really firm, feel confident in their own bodies can't recommend it enough, and it impacts their actions. It causes positive actions. When you work out and you have a good workout, you're like, well, I want to do better next time, so I'll eat the protein, I'll sleep well, I'll move a lot so I can do another workout in a few days. I do the same because I work out three times a week doing weights with Kate, and I do jiu-jitsu three to four times a week, especially if I've got a comp. So I've got to make sure I sleep well, eat well, move often, stretch and look after my body, else I can't do those things that I like doing. It it,
0: it is also the... The first thing I ask people, if I have a client that comes in and they're sort of like, you know, they're either for whatever reason not feeling it, or you know, they're not able to lift as strong as they did the week before, it's like, well, okay. The first question will always be for me, okay, how was your sleep? Yeah, how was, you know, it impacts your workouts big time. You know, yes, yes, there are other things that happen, and you know, it's not always going to be plain sailing, but it's like, you know, you'd be surprised how much your sleep and your nutrition and all of that will affect. You know, your yeah, your exercise. And I think once you know that, then it's easy to kind of think, well, okay, I've not had the best workout, but okay, why was that? Okay, just an off
1: day. It just flips I'm, the I'm the mindset, doesn't it? Well, or
0: I'll tell you what, maybe next time I'll fuel it a bit better. Yeah. Maybe next time I'll get a bit more It speed. completely
1: flips the mindset where even when you especially do mm-hmm. fat loss because it makes fat loss less boring because fat loss is boring. It's slow. It's I've done it before training for aesthetics or something we like to call it. It's a training for like looking good, which is okay i don't mind having a nice looking physique but i find it really boring to work towards that so i need performance goals so can i lift a weight I get a certain weight in six weeks like a deadlift or a squat or do so many push-ups or work on a pull-up so having performance goals will make fat loss way more fun so it says you are working on fat loss but your main goal is actually going to be performance goals but yes. to support those performance goals you've got to eat well sleep well move often have rest yes. days and so actually it makes fat loss more fun and you're not thinking about it as much you're thinking more yeah. about adding things rather than being minimal being smaller being skinny you, you, you just we want a different like approach the same
0: thing don't we we always you know clients that come to us for fat loss we all we give them a um performance goal as yeah. well as that
1: and they never look backwards they do no
0: they don't actually no. i can't of a single person who has not switched from i'm you know i want to do this to burn calories to
1: eventually yeah. like actually i want to be able to do that yeah. or i want to be able to lift it. and also a workout is wasted for calorie burn it's oh, barely five percent of your day don't use workouts for calorie burn you want to use your steps and your nutrition that's for your calorie burn weight training is to look after your health for performance to keep you younger less breakable so and a nice firm physique underneath
0: taking
1: notes of the calories burned on your chakra. yeah don't yeah we see yeah, we well, see that quite a lot of people eating back gym. those calories that you've already worked calories out don't eat them mm-hmm. on top of your calories in should be like say for me 2100 if my watch says you've burnt an extra pound, i haven't we've already worked that out because it works out your daily activity working out those calories okay let's move on so we notice a lot of you uh are weighing yourselves which is okay but it's understanding scale weight um so, don't, because like I say, I've been there as well. I've done where well as a teenager, I'd weigh myself in the morning, I'd weigh myself at midday, and I'd weigh myself at night. I've been there, I know. Uh, I've never actually been overweight, but it's because I've watched my mum, who has dieted for years and years, who does exactly the same. She doesn't do it to this day, thank God. But I didn't understand why I was alive in the morning and heavy in the evening, but duh, I've eaten more food. So I've got undigested food. Not understand the concept of you're not going to lose body fat within a few hours of the day. You're not going to lose body fat sometimes over a week. It takes. You've got to think how long it's taken you to put body fat on. To how long it might you might have to lose it. So when it comes to scale fluctuations, especially females, there's going to be a number of reasons going to be. It's not always fat. It takes time to lose or gain body fat. It could be water retention, period because you're during your period, menopause. So again, you hold more fluid sometimes as well. Um, also undigested food you've not been for a shit yet or a piss (laughs) it could be that as well hence why you weigh less after you've been toilet in the morning first thing Mm -hmm. so if you are going to weigh yourself i'd say one just take it for a pinch of salt it's just data use tape measurements more to measure body fat loss or your clothing because you might lose no weight but you've lost inches because you've probably lost body fat which is great but you've gained muscle tissue, which is smaller and takes up less space, hence why your clothes feel looser, even though your scale weight hasn't moved, but the other thing I will say is with scale weight, do not weigh yourself more than once a day, I've been there, it's just gonna set off negative actions, because if I weighed heavier in the evening, I'd be there trying to do a fucking workout before bed, to try and break the weight down, try and make myself sweat, because I've seen my mum do it, I've copied that behaviour, and thinking back, it seems ludicrous, Okay, but yeah. I get where, you know, because I know somebody's doing it and I get why they're doing it because I've been there myself. So it's more of a case of, I think personally, don't weigh yourself at all. I had to step away completely yeah. for years. Yeah. yeah. Now I can do it because I understand if I weigh myself every day in the morning, this is just more for my jiu jitsu competition. For want doing jiu jitsu, I probably won't bother weigh myself, but it's because of my weight class. So I have to know uh, for when I enter my weight classes because it's about being fair fight. So I'll do every day of the week, first thing in the morning. Uh, there's two ways you could do it But I've started doing it this way now I just take the lowest number Because that's a possibility What could come out on the day So I just take the lowest number Record it down You could do the same the following week And the week after And the week after After four weeks You've got some good data there So you can look what week one's lowest number was And week four's lowest number was But bear in mind periods So you might have mm-hmm. to do Week one, two, three and four And then do another One, two, three and four And match those numbers
0: Exactly Week one, week one Week two, week
1: two Yeah, yeah. But personally If it's having a negative impact on your actions and it's it's making you obsessed with food, it's making you obsessed with exercise, and you feel like you've got to punish yourself as well, which I've been there as well. Just don't weigh yourself.
0: It just doesn't mean anything. It's It's
1: your gravity, sense of gravity to the ground.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you think that a pound of body fat um, contains about 3,500 calories, then you would have to. for people that say, oh, I've put on a couple of pounds. Yeah. To have put a couple of pounds of on. actual you fat. Have, you would have had to have eaten 3,500 calories. Well, twice that. Over, on top of your yeah, maintenance. on top of the maintenance,
1: calories, yeah. And, and consistently as well. Down. And consistently, like daily. Yeah. I think over Christmas, because uh, people worry about those are studied for over 10 days. I think you'd have to consume like, I think it's like 33,000 calories to actually put some fat on. Yeah, I, I can it's, which is yeah. doable because <laughs> of alcohol yeah. chocolate food absolutely but most people after christmas are just if they have you know haven't had that much actually well some people do um but that's why they find the weight comes down really quickly afterwards because you just go back to normal eating habits because you want a normal routine after christmas usually hmm. but yeah i, think, I would I say, yeah. say i forget the, the, the
0: analogy i used to use which was if i was to stand here and drink a pint of water I'd put on a pad straight
1: away. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you put fat on. No, Understand it it's mean. it's not the scales you're actually after, it's how you feel in your clothes. Um, how confident you feel. Um and it'd be a bit vain, feeling a bit more toned, more lean like lean looking, like you know, it's if I weighed ten stone but looked the way I did, could give a shit while I weighed.
0: No.
1: Yeah, and I would said to some well, of my clients, we've had that
0: before, haven't we? Where I mean I've had people who have said, Well, okay, I have lost inches but I'm still X
1: stone and it's like well and um, who cares yeah or I've got to weigh less better. than my partner especially if you're with a male because I'll say I'm with a girl yeah. but I've had people say they want to weigh less than their husband and I'm like but you're three inches taller than him Yeah, and also yeah. it doesn't matter you couldn't well, give I've a shit always been
0: nine stone my entire
1: yes. life I'll but your nine life nine has seven. changed <laughs> that's like me saying I won't be eight stone like I was uh, in high school which I do not want to be that again um <laughs> You know, I lived a different life then, especially in college. Yes, I could eat a lot back then, but I was probably walking about 20,000, thirty thousand steps a day because the buzzies were shit in stoke to try to get anywhere, so I'd mostly walk all the time. and I was doing Thai boxing five nights so we can compete. I was just
0: thinking about how like how your mindset changes like
1: when um when we had the old gym here mm. um, they had one of those um oh the body can fat monitors, but even they aren't very accurate but still no, they're
0: not. But I used to remember how sometimes when we used to jump on that, mm. and if the weight had gone up, immediately we would be like, whoa, yes, muscle!" Yeah, I mean you're like, gains. you know. Oh my god, I've put on fat. It's yeah. like, yes, it's, <laughs> it's going to. At one muscle. point,
1: me and you were actually coin to the machine, the same body fat level. At one point, but we both look completely right, different. Yeah. So again, when people go, "I want to look like you," it's like you never will because you're not me. <laughs> Different lifestyles, yeah. yeah. uh, different build, different genetics, carry body fat differently. You'd have to swap your life completely for that person's to look almost the way they do. But even then you won't because you're... Vis- like me and Kate, we're similar, we're similar height, but I've got longer limbs and a shorter torso, as Kate's got a longer torso, shorter limbs. So her arms always looks mega pumped, which I'm so jealous of. Um, you know, but I've always got, like, a leaner. of... Um, torso instead and obviously my arms i don't carry as much like muscle that i could probably build and build and build and not look much bigger really because of my build um yeah. but again we we like how we are which you know there is things we don't like about ourselves absolutely but it's not about yeah. accepting it. it's more like I'll, I'll just focus on more the things i like yeah
0: and you um, also so. have to bear in mind that you can't spot reduce areas of fat either, yeah you know you can't do exercises that are going to reduce your belly fat
1: or that's know, why we don't do any sit-ups or abs in our plan yeah yeah because it doesn't no. do anything
0: because
1: no. everyone always says you never put abs in anymore now i guess because it does jack shit uh it's been disproven many many times spot reduction doesn't work there is studies on it all the time because that's something else i was going to cover in here today um one client was doing like 50 sit-ups a day he goes why are you doing that i want to reduce body fat my tummy he goes you know it doesn't work does it do you like doing sit-ups she goes no he goes stop doing them now it's not going to do anything no. for you she goes oh great awesome she goes do you abs i guess not really yeah. If I do him like we are at the moment, because it's, it's from a sport, because I need strong yeah, core, it's like, to build up like t- some
0: core strength. Yeah, it's to build up some core strength. Yeah. or Like you say, to. I
1: would always opt to not do it because it's yeah. not really yeah. necessary. Because we do uh weight training, so you have to use your core all the time. So that's yeah. why we don't bother usually.
0: I mean, if you've got very very low body fat and to have your abs, you could get a body pump body, on. Very, yeah. very low body fat, But the
1: life's I too think, short yeah. for that, Kate.
0: Well,
1: yeah, fine. No I membership mean, for a six-pack, do they? Oh God, no! I mean, I don't. Yeah, I'd rather a bit of body fat and stay warm. As <laughs> lean as I am, I'd rather have a little bit more on me personally. Yeah, especially in the winter. Yeah, says <laughs> on heating. Um. So yes, We're we've got. Any, anyway, yeah, go off on a tangent. then but remember, scale weight. It's not telling you what's fat, muscle, blood, water, undigested food. If you weighing yourself over across a day, like I said, I've been there understand you won't put fat on that quickly over across the day if you're having a really bad relationship with your scales like you're weighing yourself constantly or it's impacting your actions afterwards negatively i'll just stop weighing yourself i just fucking get rid of them go and smash them outside uh if it it is okay you're all right weighing yourself like i don't have an issue now weighing myself it's not an issue doesn't bother me i just see it as data um i just carry my day regardless of whether i'm heavier or lighter or the same doesn't bother me Um, then yeah by all means use the scales but if it impacts you negatively or you're worried if you put a pound on and then you think oh i've fucked up i'm just gonna self-sabotage now or punish yourself that's
0: the thing because yeah i think if you use scales and you're tempted to jump into the fuck it bucket because you just you know put on x amount of pounds and it's like well fuck it this is not working.
1: or over exercise and under eat because of it because i see my mum do that and i've done that personally step away it's not it's not it's not benefiting if anything it's going to cause you to self-sabotage more it's going to mm. slow down your results. Most of our clients, and same with Kate, when we stop and them weigh themselves, they actually get quite good results because they're not doing any more negative actions. Because mm. it's the scales that cause those negative actions in the first place.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Right. Where we at? So speaking of self sabotage, what we mean by all self fulfilling prophecy is is the one we hear, don't we? Like for example. Hearing statistics about women gaining weight for the menopause, is it helpful? Probably not, because I think a lot of it you don't realize when you hit the menopause is I don't know this experience yet, but Kate has. You're more stressed, you're sweating, you sleep shit, your energy levels are low. So, of course, you move less because your mood's low. You're going to eat more foods that are hyper palatable. So, you probably go and go over your calories. And that's why commonly weight gain happens, usually, or body fat gain, I should say, as well, especially around the abdomen area, because you produce more estrogen there. That's why it always produces there. But unless, like, obviously, then you take positive actions to help that and adjust your training, adjust maybe having more rest days in between and just doing active walking days or gardening or house chores, you know, you, sh- you don't have to worry about those statistics. Don't be a statistic. Don't yeah. self-apologize and go, I'm hitting menopause now, so I'm going to get fat. Then you will, because you've told yourself yeah. that's going to happen. Whereas in more, I've hit menopause, but I'm going to actually keep up my health and fitness routine but i might have to make some changes because of my energy levels i might have to go to doctors maybe go on hormone replacement therapy or look at other options if that doesn't suit you so take action and don't be a sheep don't follow the statistics be an outsider be individual be more you can be more you do not have to be a statistic now, uh, it's easy to fall into that but yeah
0: yeah that's how it's going to turn out that's how it's going to go yeah. i'm going to be the one that puts all the weight on you know yeah you yeah got a it's just mindset isn't yeah
1: it? this is my mindset about going to jiu-jitsu like when I was a beginner because I've done martial arts since I was 12 but I'd never done jiu-jitsu before and I thought I nearly thought you know what I'm gonna be the shit one but I thought no if I go in with that mindset I will be shit I nearly felt like I sat because I was getting battered Saturday because <laughs> I was the only girl and lads are bigger and stronger than me but I thought you know what I'm here I'm still learning I'll probably you know and I probably will pick things up a bit more when I next go if I'm in the mindset I'm always going to be shit, I'll be shit at jiu Whereas actually, no, i was going to keep going and make sure I get better and enjoy yeah. the process of it. It's just that mindset shift. Um, or if, and that's the thing, yeah. because you enjoy it, regardless
0: of the fact that you might have days where you get yeah. completely annihilated. But, you know, mm-hmm. you've enjoyed it, you've learned from it, and you, you're yeah. still going to go
1: against it. Thinking back, it wasn't that bad. It was a good session, mm-hmm. actually. And I did better than I thought, because you know, I was the smallest person, the only girl there. And even my coach like, no, you did better than you think. Yeah. He says at the end of the day, they're always going to have a big advantage of you, but it just makes you think smarter because you're smaller. So you're doing better than you think. The one self-sabotage is if you have a busy week. I'm sorry to tell you everyone, you're always gonna have something. You're all women in this group. You are the project managers of a house, usually. You normally are in charge of where the children goes Um no offense to husbands, like I say, I'm I'm of a girl, so I've got a bit of an advantage. <laughs> Um, but you know you normally you're the householder and you're the organiser not always but majority of the time that is the case uh there's always going to be parties on especially from this year onwards and birthdays because the new year mummy and daddy got busy new year and christmas hence i'm a i'm, a, I'm, a, I'm probably a christmas surprise <laughs> um <laughs> but there's always going to be something but if you could do yeah. the process now enjoy the fat loss process while still living your best life You'll be absolutely fine. You can still achieve it. But I know some of you have busy weeks and it felt like you shouldn't do nothing. There's always a minimal goal to so go to cruise control. Yeah. It might mean just doing non-negotiables. That's it.
0: And if you can do those things when you are busy, when life's like full
1: out of whack, yeah. then then you can do it anytime. Yeah. Like I said, I had a wet, client went to a wedding the other week and she enjoyed herself just by swapping her alcohol round. She made smart choices with her food when she was out. So opting for high protein, high fruit and veg she could. Opting for... Not low-calorie, just the meal for the sake of low-calorie, but pick as she likes, what is probably the lowest out the lot she had. There's always some choice there. It's just sometimes you have to take a step back and go, you know what, I can have this. I can enjoy myself with this. It's always just... It's just learning to do that without panicking or thinking, oh, fuck it, I fucked it now. I might as well just carry on and drink the night away and then fuck up the next day on a Sunday because I'm hanging out my arse and eat everything.
0: Exactly. So, you know, the... There will be occasions where you will eat what you want to eat, regardless of yeah. the calories, the protein, or because whatever. Because it might be a
1: special it's event.
0: You might be hanging the next day, but you're right. It's a case of like, well, I did that. I
1: enjoyed it. It was a good night. Now let's move on. Yeah. One of my clients actually sat there. She came. my weekend warrior. She she was a bit hungover. I was like, kill a cure then. But she said she felt a bit better doing it. She walked down as well with a friend. She went with a friend. And she said, for the, you know what? It set her up for the day. She wanted to make herself feel better. So yeah. it made her want to eat better. Better. She also had to walk back from weekend worrying. It's a good walk back where she lives. So she probably hit 10,000 steps as well that day yeah. or close to it. Um You know, and she's a mum. She's got a little in, so she's got to feel a bit better by later because it's horrendous being hungover looking after a kid. I don't get hungover now I've got a puppy. Oh, my God, I can't think of anything <laughs> worse. Um, but the, the point is, she's not self-sabotaged the next day. She's actually taken positive yeah. actions. Yeah. So It's I just love not that.
0: turning one day... And I won't say a bad day. It's not necessarily a bad day. Yeah. It's a good day
1: that just didn't, you know, don't turn it into a whole weekend. Yeah. Don't turn it into yeah. a whole You don't have to. No. Choices. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of other ways to measure progress, which we've said earlier, when it comes to like fat loss, have performance goals is a great one. So maybe have your first push-up goal on your toes or so many push-ups on your toes if you can't do many uh, or get in a lower range, which one of my clients is working on at the moment. Uh, Pull-up goal or be able to squat a certain weight or deadlift a certain weight or on your strength plan You want to uh, get to a certain number of reps and a certain and a certain weight as well So setting performance goals a great one. Habit goals as well. It might be you want to learn to cook a new recipe every week A new fake-away recipe. That's something I sometimes set myself Just to mix up the recipes I have because I like food and I think well, I'll make things I like it makes the process more fun So yeah, think of other ways to make progress other than just fat loss. So have You can have your fat loss goal if you're doing fat loss and then have a performance goal. That's what I would suggest. It makes it more fun. Kate does the same with her clients as well.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Okay. I mean, sometimes it might just be a case of focusing on steps. Some days it might just be a case of focusing on, I'm going to get outside for a walk once a day. You know. Yeah, even that could be a goal. Yeah, but it's still still something towards your goal.
1: Yeah. And think how it will benefit you as well. Just make it a bit more fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of how to make the process more enjoyable which is a great thing to work on when it comes to doing fat loss because the whole point lies for a living so like we just said there have non-scale goals or non-fat loss goals alongside your fat loss goals if you're doing fat loss uh, have cruise control so a plan b as kate would say for busy weeks like right? set your minimum goals so a minimum what you know you could do whether it's just non-negotiables or just one 30-minute workout or 20 minute workout even if that's even fine or going from like two one hour workouts to two 30 minute workouts so it might mean you're half the workout like especially strength ones just focus on strength when you're doing your workouts don't worry about cardio just get your steps up uh, I think you
0: just kind of have something there
1: yeah it's
0: like what well, okay, what can i do on the weekends that i've got stuff going yeah. on all the, all the weeks when i'm you know busy at work yeah so or you're working
1: away or something yeah. yeah or your kids are all sick so you're like oh and stuck at home or something, yeah. There's always yeah. something you it can do. You might
0: be planning your meals ahead where maybe you don't do it normally. It might yeah, be, well, I'm having a busy week, so how about I prep
1: or yeah. plan or whatever it might be? Yeah, prepare, prepare to weeks. succeed, don't prepare yeah. and you fail. So, make you know, putting a little plan in place. Sometimes it might mean doing it last minute. So, again, it's what I always say people who successfully keep body fat off or maintain their results, they're very good at adapting to situations. Like, yes, yeah. that's what we found. Like the clients I've got who I've had for years they easily adapt to situations they clarify with me still i mean they could easily leave me but they like being with me for some reason um but they understand how to adapt that's normally the, the best thing i've noticed with clients they learn to do it. and that does take time because it, mm-hmm. it's learning managing different stresses and all sorts and then changing with it um yeah. what's the other i was going to say so yeah having flexibility with goals like we said so for example the cruise control week so be flexible if you need to be you know if you've got a lot of meals out it might rank right so go look at the menu ahead like Kate says sometimes plan ahead of your calories and think you know what on this this restaurant's my favorite so I'll have a main and dessert this one it's like mm, bit may I, it'd be wasted having a dessert there so I'll have a main and maybe some low calorie drinks or one, one or two alcoholic drinks and save for the other day so again making those smart choices and being flexible mm. um choosing exercise you enjoy not for fat burning. Because it's not a lot of your day. It's not worth calorie burning for workouts. It's for performance, it's for strength, it's for longevity, it's for your health uh and keeping you sane because it's illegal to punch people. Uh, so use it for that <laughs> reason. It's a great stress buster as well.
0: But you get to do that sort of stuff. I do. I actually get to <laughs> choke people. people granted. They have
1: to tap though. No, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I did used to punch people though because I used to do kickboxing. True. So there yeah. is that, yeah. Uh, and punch bags. <laughs> great. Um the other one I've put down as well is plan enjoyable or relaxing activities to to help manage your mental wellbeing and manage stress. It hasn't got to be something expensive, it hasn't got to be a spa every week, though that'd be nice. Unless your local gym's got like, you know, hot tub sauna, then by all means crack on. But it could be like just having a nice night and and not going out. Sometimes it's just nice to do that and put your favourite movie on. Um, yeah. you know, and uh have your favourite uh, you know, snacks there now and again, but in a, you know, appropriate portion. It could be just having a a friend over just for a chat and the facial, um, you know. But it's, it's just the photos. We have a bit of fun there in the weekend. It's not all about work. It's not all about fitness. Like mine's baking. It can be stressful, depending. But I like the outcome. Um, you know, or like after this, I'm just gonna chill, watch a film with Steph. I, I enjoy that. Just watching because we're yeah. into anime, so I'll probably watch an anime film uh, or something to do with martial arts or Marvel or superhero. <laughs> what What do you find that's enjoying and relaxing? Is it just spending time with your family?
0: It would be, yeah.
1: Yeah. Was just or like, going out for a walk up the can of chase with the dog, Want You enjoyed exactly. that, didn't you? So
0: like yesterday, we had a good like two hours walk around the forest or whatever Yeah. we came back and then it was just quite nice to sort of chill,
1: yeah.
0: watch something that everyone wanted to watch. Yeah, um, yeah and that's just, just nice. Just being
1: with people you like being with that sometimes. Or even exactly. you, even your own company. If stuff at work sometimes... And, you, and the dog's got to sleep for a bit in the crate, I just said watch what I want to watch, just relax, because that's not normal well,
0: exactly. for me. Yeah, I mean I I had a bit of that yesterday, yeah. The boys were watching football, Holly was, I think she was on the phone, to, she was Facetime with friends or whatever it was, and I was quite happy just sitting in my room with the TV yeah. on and I was doing some, I was just doing some writing things and whatever and it was just nice and chill. Yeah,
1: and that's something yeah. We, we've done in the slate challenge before and other challenges, um, We've actually had a week where we just want to plan something enjoyable or fun to do, whether it's active yeah. or relaxing, and planning a, a nice relaxing activity. You know, like I in, think sometimes
0: we've even put in, haven't we? We've had like a sort of a a challenge to do, like do something fun or yeah. like you know what, what was your favourite childhood game yeah. or something like that. Yeah, anything like that. that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, just something but simple. I like like that.
0: asked the other day, "Yeah, oh, can we play Monopoly?" Yeah. Like, well, do you know what actually?
1: Can that be fun though, Kate, or is that dangerous?
0: Well, that's the thing. Again, it depends on your. <laughs> could be quite stressful yeah. but hey it's something
1: different <laughs> <laughs> i know what game i like to crack out it's a uh, cards against Humanity. my yes, favorite yeah. family game to play don't play like kids <laughs> and <laughs> lastly
0: fun. yeah
1: and lastly like um invest in support if you need it whether it's invest in a coach or are you just doing it for friends it's quite nice like um i know some of you've been going to the gym together me and kate are gym buddies and it does make it more fun it's a bit lonely when kate isn't yeah. there uh, i mean i'll train on me but i'm a lot more serious on me but i like if i'm with you obviously Kate. it's a lot more fun like going to jiu-jitsu it's very sociable that's why i encourage a lot of clients like yeah do your weight training but if you want to go to group activity like a group um fitness class or paddle boarding or a sport or a martial art go ahead and do it because it's social aspect of it it's self-belonging as well um so again great for your mental well-being as well it just makes the process more fun but um if not invest in a coach because in my be honest, you know i've got a Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach if i didn't train with kate i probably would have a pt actually but me and kate are accountable yeah. to each other so we're lucky like that um yeah. so yeah so i would say definitely invest having support there is really important and if you haven't got friends who are into health and fitness like um a friend i made at jiu-jitsu She's got n- none of her friends before like, out of there are into fitness but she's coming to like my group PT obviously she's in jiu-jitsu she's now got all these people who are actually into being active so she's got friends she can ask to go bouldering or hiking or walking or swimming or something mm-hmm. and she's created like a nice little friendship of fitness community there and I said well that's what those friends are there for and then you've got your friends who don't do that and that's okay I've got friends who are into fitness I still like hanging mm-hmm. with them and I've got mm-hmm. friends who are mega into fitness and I love hanging with them too it's just what you get from it. So I think that's quite important. Find like-minded others, uh, which is what we love about this online group coaching. You know, you could obviously easily message up in the group chats if you wanted to meet up and, you know, have a friend to train with or work out with or or just keep each other accountable just message each other. Um, yeah. You know, my group, I my group clients do that. Groups, I think where people can, you know, quite happy
0: to interact and, you yeah. know, pass different things on yeah. to each other
1: is quite good. So to finish off tonight... First off the winner, because it is a challenge, so there will be a winner for the hard. I mean you've all worked hard, but we like to just have a winner, just give you a bit of a push. That's why we do it. Uh, you know, there's a nice little incentive into to go for it. So that'll be announced tomorrow Monday afternoon, depending when everyone's checked in, obviously as well. We are assessing the whole whole four weeks. So yes, it's not yeah. like just last week, we're looking at everything. You know, we take yeah. everything into account. So we'll announce that tomorrow. So keep an eye on the Facebook group, um and that person will be messaged as well uh after then obviously if you do want to have some coaching still you've got a few options so either you can contact myself or kate uh i've just had an opening for a one-to-one online client because one of my clients uh she's finished now because she's happy to crack on on her own if anything she's going to come back to uh what we run our famous slate challenge uh which you don't get two coaches you get three because you get myself three. kate and meg's back <laughs> as well who we run a lot of online challenges and memberships with so the site challenge will be back towards end of october it's going to be a six week challenge that's going to run up until a couple of weeks before christmas that's our favorite challenge run every year it's six weeks it's very similar how we've coached in this group with the feedback we are going to stick to doing individual feedback because we think it works really well uh, and also being in the Facebook groups so you've got that sense of other people doing it and you can pump each other up and ask for help and keep accountable in the I think group it's as three well of us
0: as well we all have our different kind of approach and yeah and things that we enjoy doing that are different yeah. to the others so that's quite good meg's right?
1: very i mean i say we're all holistic but meg's like very lifestyle she's actually me yeah. and kate love data whereas meg's more uh it's very practical actually it's just you know i'd say i like the way she does it it's a different approach um uh, you know she's very lifestyle based
0: outdoorsy one who goes very
1: outdoorsy she should have been born in the wow. wild that girl uh but again, it's just sort of a different approach, different take on it as well. But we've all got our own, three of us yeah. combined. It's like three brains put together who all come from different yeah. backgrounds. You've got Kate, who's has got children and you are going for the perimenopause so you can massively relate with a lot of women. Uh, I've been PTing for over 10 years. Uh, I've come from a martial art background, sport background. I've seen family members including my mom, my auntie, who struggled with their weight for years and years. It did affect me to a point, uh, even though I've always been lean. And obviously Meg, she's travelled a lot. Like she's been around the world, so she's spoken and you know, seen different lifestyles, like from Canada to Australia, Thailand. She's been Italy for the past four weeks. Uh, she's into a hiking and everything. She's very outdoorsy, very into her nature and everything. Uh, more into that side of it than the gym, actually. As me and Kate, we love the gym, we love the weights. Mm. Uh, but Meg likes the outdoor life, that sort of active style life. So she's very cool. She's a lovely coach, and she's very compassionate with her clients as well so yeah. we'd love for you to come on board if you'd like more help and you want to keep going then drop us a message just say i'd love to come into the slate challenge and we'll message you as soon as we've opened the doors uh to get you in there as well because again we will be having liberty numbers coming in also we could take more because meg's gonna be doing the challenge as well with us so we could probably take on about 15 to 20 people into that one also this one we capped mm-hmm. it at 10 uh 10 participants instead. but again thank you for choosing us as your coaches, we've really enjoyed this challenge with you guys. You've really gone for it. It's a good time of year to do it. If you don't, carry on with us. We wish you all the best and hope you keep going. But don't be a stranger in messages. Keep an eye out tomorrow for the winner. Uh, if you haven't done it, you check in your final check-in yet. Please get done so we can give you feedback to help you continue onwards. So, yeah, thank you very much for joining us.
0: Yeah,
1: been good. Thank you. If you have any questions, just pop it into the uh, comment section under this uh, live and we'll get back to you as well or drop us a message on WhatsApp. You can send us a
0: message, yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you very much, folks. Keep up the good work, and I will hopefully might see you soon.